Amen. I don't want to waste one of your time. I want to call my brother. He got a message to share with us. Hallelujah. And I bless the Lord for him. I don't know him, but I'm going to be honest. I don't even know him need to be honest. To get me to start talking. And then nobody just said, Amen. But put your hand together as he comes. Let me share what the Lord has for us in the next 40 minutes. Bless the Lord for you, brother Joseph. Welcome, 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 and share with us. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not here for virus. You need your glasses? We are safe. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Woo! Man. Man. Hallelujah. All right, here we go. Praise God. Well, like I said, my brother, my name is Brother Joseph, and uh, I live over there in Grand Prairie, Texas, and like my brother, I enjoy those pawn shops. <laughs> I find all these deals, man, these people, they give up their stuff so easy, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, I was, this, you know, the scripture talks about, for as many as are led the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Mm. Right? Yeah. Now, I'm going to take a, I'm gonna, before I do, keep going, I'm going to preface you by writing these scriptures down because I'm going to be giving you a lot of scriptures and a lot of Greek words, a lot of definitions. I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teacher to the body of Christ. And not, not one that can teach, but one that teaches. In other words, you know, there's a difference, right? And so anyway, so I was in there and he was singing that song, but he was just getting after it, man. And it blessed me, you know? And, uh, and I was sharing with them a dream that I had that uh, I was in a silver truck and I was driving, and uh, and I was looking at, and, and there wasn't a lot of cars around, hardly anything, and it was just a smooth path all the way to get here today. Mm. And when I was out there on the freeway, there was no vehicles anywhere. Mm. It was just a clear path. Wow. And uh, and there's a couple of things that have already happened, you know, uh, a word of the Lord, the brother Kofi, Kufa, and then brother Daniel brought it out. First of all, brother Kufa was talking about value system, right? Your value. So that's why Jesus taught us, you know, you, you must deny yourself, take up the cross, and follow me. Amen. And then he goes on to say that he that will save his suke, his soul, is going to lose it. Amen. But if you seek to lose your soul, Amen. you'll find it. Amen. See, now, Adam lost the life of God, the Zoe of God, because he took up his soul. Zoe of God. You see? And, and so, he, and as a matter of fact, the scripture says that when God said, Adam, where are you? says they were hiding fig leaves and aprons. The number one strength of a man's soul is self-preservation. Mm. Every time we get confronted, the first thing you do, it wasn't me. It was it was because you start throwing all these fig leaves and aprons out there. Kids do it all the time, right? That's how we know when our kids are being honest with us. If they're being dishonest, they're going to try to cover themselves. Mm. But if the character that you've been developing in their lives, right, is coming forth, they're going to say, Papa, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And boom, that's the fruit of repentance. Amen. That's what you want. So anyway, Adam lost the life of God, but Jesus came back and lost his soul and gained the Zoe for us, the life of God. Yeah, so there was a great exchange there. What shall a man give in exchange if he gives his own? What What is a man going to give, right, for the, for his own soul? And no amount of money, no amount of anything can get you, you know, that life of God, except that you lay down your suitcase first, your soul. And that's where the servanthood comes in, right? We serve one another with gladness. I'm not looking for what I can get out of the situation. I just want to serve you because that's what Jesus did. He told us. Now, Jesus said this, and this is what I started sharing with the brother over there at that pawn shop, is that the word of the Lord, now I had already learned about this teaching before, okay? And it's just simply titles that the victim becomes the violator. Okay? Now, I learned about this from Brother Randy from the fellowship that I came from, and uh, but it didn't really stick. You know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't really meaning anything to me until I had an encounter at the house. You know, my son, he was, 
he was all being snappy and stuff. We were out eating dinner, and he was real sharp, man, and just, you know, quarrelsome and just snappy, you know. And, just, and later on, I talked to him about it, and he said that his friend had got upset with him at school because he kept pushing and pushing, and he didn't want to back off. And I told him, you know, I said, that's, you know, that's, that, that's for you to grow, Thomas. You need to understand that when you're pushing and they're not accepting you, then you need to just pull back, you know. But his friend got offended because he got offended. He got offended. So what was he doing? He was being sharp with everybody, snappy, man. And when I shared this, shared this with him, that the victim becomes the violator, he, later on he went and asked his mom to forgive him. Hallelujah. And that's what we want, right? And so we need to understand something about the kingdom of God. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 4. And this was the, the, the they were bringing the, the, sick, the man sick of the palsy, verse 2, lying on a bed, and Jesus saw their faith. Amen. You can see faith. And then it says, uh, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. Right? Amen. And there's a principle around this is that they, they were waiting to see if he was going to heal them. Later on, Jesus says, What's easier to say, be healed or be forgiven? It's the same thing. You see that? Amen. So in verse 3, he says, I'm sorry, verse 4. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? And the word, in other words, the word wherefore here is the word for what purpose? Why are you thinking that in your hearts? And the word evil here is the word ponetos. And there's only one word here that, out of this that I saw there that, that blessed me. In other words, it's the word vicious. When you're, when you're evil, you're being vicious. You're conniving. You're manipulating, man. You're trying to get, gain the upper ground through your own soul. See that? Instead of blessing the favor of God. That's what the brother was saying. Now, Jesus said... Uh, in Matthew 11, 6, he said that, Blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Mm. Right? Now, the word offended here is the Greek word scandalizo. And when you get offended, what's the first thing you do? You start scandalizing. You know what so-and-so did to me? Can you believe that? Who does he think he is? Who does he think she is? I mean, we go to the stores, right? And, or we go to the Brahms, we get some food or whatever, and the, and the little chucker snappy at you. So you get offended because she offended you. <laughs> Who does she think she is, right? And this is, so it's called the vicious cycle. You keep going back and forth, man. And you never recover yourself. And it's really dangerous when you see it with our husbands and wives, right? I got upset the other night with my wife. And what did I do? I started, see, what happens here? It's the vicious cycle, right? The victim becomes the violator, right? Amen. In other words, I got upset with her. So what did I do? I started cutting her off. Short with her, snappy with my words, real sharp. You know, I'm not going to talk to you. I roll around the, 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 the different direction on the bed. It's a, and that's all just the soul, right? The soul got offended, right? And... Uh, and by the way, the word scandalizo is to put a stumbling block or an impediment in the way upon which another may trip. A trap, in other words. Now, like I said, I got offended with her. And of course, the only solution is forgiveness. You see? And so, now Jesus, like I said, we all want to be walking in the favor of God, walking in the blessing of God, being healed. And incidentally, I like that word that came out this morning. I don't know who brought it up, man. There's been so many scriptures. Psalm 107.20, right? 
And by the way, that, 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 that principle in Psalm 91, man, I pray that every night for my family. And we've been praying that as a mainstay for years, man. And I know they can quote that scripture all the way through. And so 107.20, it says that he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. Hallelujah. Right? Now the word healed is the word Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals you. Now, Jesus is here, the healer, praise God. But the problem is, is that I want you to look at verse 17. A few scriptures up. 107, 17. Fools, because of their transgressions, are afflicted. Are, because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Listen to that. Fools, because of their transgression, because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Right? Yeah. So the world, right, that doesn't know God. And by the way, as you were saying, Brother Daniel, that if we knew that the enemy was there, we wouldn't have a problem believing God. If we saw these manifestations of devils and all their spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities, powers, right, rules of darkness, the world, spiritual wickedness, high places, if we saw it, man, we'd be running to Jesus. Right? But he wants us to live by faith, amen. The just shall live by faith, amen. He wants you to take him at his words. It says that the Lord God, you see, how does it say? Well, you just you had the scripture up there about God is faithful. I mean, He's not a, not a liar, right? Right. And so, anyway, if we knew the devil was there, there wouldn't be any problem. But we don't see him, right? Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind, these there. Where is their God, right? Where is their God, right? So this thing started in somewhere in Asia, right? China. Mm -hmm. Now, watch this. Who is their God? What is their primary worship? Buddha? Yes. A lot of Muslims there? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And even my son said, atheists too. They don't even believe in God. They're so intelligent. They don't need God. Yeah. Now, when we have offense in our lives towards our mate, towards our brothers and sisters, we need to understand how the strategy of Satan here, and that, first of all, Satan's not even his name. That's his nature. He doesn't have a name anymore. He was the anointed chair of the covenant. If you want to go read that, that's in, in Ezekiel 28. And there's a lot in there that talks about Satan. Man, he was, the scripture says he was the, the sum, how does it say? He was the sum of God's, uh, let me write by there. You see, thou sealest up the sum. There it is, full of wisdom and beauty. Sum means he was the complete package, man. He was, he was the primary Lucifer, man. Michael, and Gabriel, right? Three archangels, man. He was, he was, he was it, man. He was. He, it says he only chip the covered. He protected, man. He was a shield. He was one of God's shields, mm. and he protected the. You know, he, he he was designed that way. But the scripture says, "Until iniquity was found in you." Mm. You see that? Wow. In other words, he thought it was him. He thought the glory was him, mm. but he didn't realize that. He were, we're a reflection from God. We're only reflecting the glory of God. That's it, that's it. Nobody, come on, come on, come on. nobody has inherent power. Only God does. That's the Father. Right. Amen? So, he was reflecting the glory of God and he thought it was him. Wow. So he said, Pride took over him. That's, that's right. Now watch this. What did he do? He got offended. Mm -hmm. Who are you to correct me? I'm Lucifer, man. I'm the anointed you have cover. Everywhere I turn, the glory of God is shining on me. Scripture says he had a covering of diamonds, 
Burl, burnt all these stones, man, that shone, shone the glory everywhere. And so he got offended, and guess what he did? He started telling somebody, you know what God did to me? You know what Jesus did to me? And guess what? By the time it was over, he had one-third of the angels with him. All offended. And guess what? That's what they're doing, trying to get you offended at your brother and sister. Because if you're offended, the scripture says if you go to give your offering at the altar, and you have all in your heart to your brother or sister, you need to go back and make that right before you come back and make that offering. Because God is not receiving it. The scripture says, the first of the Ten Commandments, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The word before me is the word panim, which means my face. I'm so holy, I can't even look at sin, man. I'm so holy, I can't even think about it. I can't even perceive it. That's why you get separated from God. Whew. Mm. So Satan got offended, man. He, he allowed himself to be scandalous, and therefore he took one thirty angels with him. And, and and so that's what they're doing. They're offended. Now, this master plan of Satan, man. The script, the first of all, it's called coronavirus. Does anybody know what corona means? In Spanish it means crown. And this is what he's putting. He says, I'm I'm ruling you. I'm putting my authority over your lives. But the script we're under the authority of Jesus Christ, amen. But the world and those that are religious, they don't have any clue. They're just thinking it's a normal thing, man. They're, like you said, they're washing their hands five times. They don't want to touch anybody. They got these gloves on. They're serving you. It's crazy, man. All moving in the spirit of fear, man. And he thinks he's one. So, like I said, his master plan was is that I'm gonna I'm gonna bring something forth out of out of a demonic nation. Deuteronomy 13:17. And because they're offended, they, 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 they can't get God to hear the prayers. See, because you're in offense. Body of Christ is out there offended all over the world. The world is offended everywhere. And guess what? They, God is not hearing them because they have iniquity in their hearts. Deuteronomy 32, 17, it says, They sacrificed unto devils and not to God. To gods whom they knew not. To new gods that came newly up whom your fathers fear not. In other words, the more lawless mankind gets, the more demonic activity is being released. Mm. But guess what? Jesus said, I will build my church. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Not our church, not his church, not any of us. Jesus' church. Yeah, right? Amen. And he said, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Amen. Now, before you start binding, you better make sure you don't have any unforgiveness in your heart. Amen. Because God's not hearing you. He's not going to violate his word for you just because of the grace of God. You've got to go in the order of God. The scripture says, submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he's got to flee. Only the order of first things is you first got to submit to the word of God. Alright? Powerful word. And, and the thing is, so the enemy knows that the world is offended. So now is the time to strike. Now is the time to reach, release Corona. Because they're not going to know what to do. You got churches packing up, man, because they don't want the people to get sick. We're the light of the world, man. We're the soul of the earth. We got the wisdom that the, we're the wisdom of the just, man, that the ungodly need. And yet they're locking it all up because they're afraid. They're, li they're living by the spirit of fear. Now the thing about all this is that the solution to all this, obviously, is forgiveness. And Jesus said, if you do not forgive, neither, if you do not forgive, neither will your Heavenly Father forgive you. 
Jesus said, offenses are going to come. And woe to the one to whom they come through. And that word offense is scandalon, which means a trap stick. He's the one releasing the trap to get you caught in that cage, etc. And, and you can't do nothing because you're bound by the devil. Bam. All right. Now, glory to God. So again, it's the vicious cycle, man. You keep going round and round and round. Now, let's see here. Second Timothy two twenty four. Now see, the thing is, what the world needs is obviously for us to walk in forgiveness because Jesus said, you are my disciples indeed if you love one another. Okay? And the thing about it is, is that when we get offended, first of all, if you're walking around as a dead man the way that the scripture teaches, right? Crucified with Christ. Then no matter no amount of offense is going to get to you. Right? Because you're dead. Right? But alive in the God through Jesus Christ our Lord. But the more you value yourself, Right? We were saying that earlier. The more you value yourself, no matter where the God that comes to your life is going to impact you. No. Because it's you first. Amen. That's all idolatry. I'm in front. I'm number one. Surely you shall be as God's the way the enemy told Eve. So the problem is, again, is that you've got to esteem yourself um, dead indeed unto Christ. Amen? I mean, dead indeed to yourself, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's, that's, that's the principle of discipleship. You've got to lay down your own suke, your own soul. The scripture says about Jesus, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his suke, his soul, for the sheep. Hmm. Not your vision, not your desires, not your dreams. And that's part of the problem in our society, in our nation, even in the kingdom of God. When I say kingdom of God, I'm talking about in the earth. In that where are the fathers, right? If we look at our societies and, and the fathers aren't there, what happens to the, to the family? It's the same thing in the body of Christ. You've got to have those that will train you and teach you, not mentor you, father you. There's a difference. Mentor is a Greek word that comes from Greek philosophy. Wow. Gotta say that again. It's a Greek word that comes from Greek philosophy. Okay? And it means... Okay, so... There's a story where that mentor comes from, and there were Greek gods, and the teacher, one of the one of the Greek gods, he went out to war, and he had his son there, 12, 13 year old, 14 year old son. So part of the way they operated is that the mentor would teach him. But in the process of teaching him arithmetic, spelling, reading, writing, all that stuff, he would also have an ungodly relationship with him, male to male. That's the one. As a matter of fact, Jesus talked about it in the scriptures. It's in Matthew chapter 4. But anyway, the point is, is that, see what the enemy's done is taking away that fatherhood of God and replacing it with the word mentor. But we don't need that. We need fathers. So the point I'm trying to get at is that 2 Timothy 2, 24. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all, apt to teach and patient. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. One thing you got to watch out is when you're giving advice and insight to the body of Christ, you got to watch your own heart that you don't get offended because of the story that they told you. Yeah. In meekness, you got to guard your heart too at that moment. Mm. Instructing those that oppose themselves, man. You're opposing yourself, man. You're in, it's like you're putting your foot in front of your leg and you just keep tripping. 
It says, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, not of the truth overall, of the truth of the matter that you're coming to your brother and sister about. Right? Hey, I need to talk to you, man. I don't like the way you manage me there. And I want to let you know that at first I was offended, but now I'm asking you to forgive me. You see? Mm. So it says here, verse 26, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Captive is prisoners of war, man. The enemy is taking us out right and left, man, because we don't want to operate in the principles of God. And one thing about Jesus Christ, the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. See, every message that Jesus preached while he was on the earth was all foundational. It was the foundation. Now, we as sons of God, it's called the laws of distribution. When he distributes it to you, you give it back to the people. All right? Amen. He took the bread and broke it. He was prophesying of himself. Amen. You see? So what I'm saying, the reason I'm saying that is because, like I said, I knew I knew about this teaching, but it wasn't until the Lord started revealing it to me. And now this is the solution to our nation and to the world. Hmm. See, because what's easier to say? Be healed or be forgiven. It's the same thing, man. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, one thing about it, Jesus, in John, John 14, 7, I think. See, his word has to be the primary in our lives, right? The word is what the enemy wants. If he can keep that word from getting in your heart, which is the ground, right? Then you're not going to be able to produce fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100 percent, if you will. 30 percent, 60 percent, 100 percent. The more time you give to the word, amen, whatever you reap, that's what you're going to, I mean, whatever you sow, that's what you're going to. So if you're not spending time with the Father, getting in fellowship with the Word and stuff, seeing what the Lord has for you. So a lot of times, God will reveal things, that, and He never has used it. You know, He's never allowed me to bring it forth. See, the Holy Ghost is the one that's got to breathe on that Word, out of your spirit, man. That's why, as the Word says, and you have not my Word abiding in you. The word abide is the word mino, which means to stay in a fixed place, state, relation, or expectancy. If you don't have that word, then the Holy Ghost can't breathe on that word. And he can't take you and use you as a vessel to the nations, to the world, everywhere we go. It's not just here. Here's where we get equipped and trained, right? Here's where we get edified and built up and encouraged. And prayed for is necessary, whatever. But when you're ready, you should be equipped when you come out of here, man. Ready to go to that world and bring in Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. John 14, 7. I'm sorry, that's not it. Hold on. It's that scripture where sitting my peace, I leave with you. Where's that at? Yeah, right here, 27. I said 7. He said, peace I leave with you. So I was saying earlier that the word has to be the primary. I was watching a movie on Netflix. I mean, I'm sorry, on Amazon. It's a movie by Jeremiah. It's a great movie if you haven't seen it. And 
it, it's pretty accurate. But the point is, is that the man, Father, tells Jeremiah, the law is our government. Right? Mm -hmm. And see, we think of government that, that um, it's something that's bad, right? And so what the Spirit of the Lord showed me, there was a sign I was driving that says, no, no peace, no Jesus, or something like that. And I said to my son, that doesn't even make sense because you cannot have peace until you have government. In other words, if he's not ruling your heart by his word, which is his law, then you can't be governed. You're just going to be loose out there, loose cannon, man. And so, you know, I know right now, you know, that, that, that this is very important to the body of Christ, man. And so, like I said, he said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. We're not talking about worldly peace, man, where, where you sanitize your hands and you're waiting for the vaccine and you're in the spirit of fear, man. You don't even want to go outside to eat. Man, forget that. Come on. I'm living by the word of God, man. I'm going to trust what God says. But see, Jesus couldn't have said, my peace I live with you, if he wasn't a man under authority. And the authority is the word, man. He was, he was obedient to the word of God, man. Everything he did was to please his father. He was a son of God. Well, I know there's a work in the spirit here that, that God wants to do, amen. And, and uh, the scripture says in Galatians 3, 5, He therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, doeth ye by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. The word minister is a Greek word, epi choreago. Epi means before. Choreago is when we get the word for choreograph. So who do we need to be dancing with? You need to be dancing with the Holy Ghost and let him lead. Amen. And you, by faith, move. And right now, I know there's a work in the Spirit. Because the thing is, is it's, it's, it's interesting because you ladies mentioned that you're going to have a meeting. Right? Women's meeting coming up. You see, and, 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 and the thing about it is, is that, again, we've got to constantly guard our hearts and, and watch how the enemy is, is, is trying to come in to, make, to bring that gap there, man, where our lives, like I said, God is not hearing us because we're walking in that state of offense. And so the peace of God, amen, is going to come to your life, and all that comes with that, it will allow ourselves to forgive one another. Amen. 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 The peace of God is in our lives. Amen. And the government of God gets there because you're obedient to the word if we allow ourselves to forgive one another. And that's the solution that the world needs right now. Because once you stop the offense, you can come to the Lord, man. He's there. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, he therefore that minister to you the Spirit and work with miracles. Amen. Dunamis. Do it here by the works of the law, by the hearing of faith. We move by faith toward God. And Father, I thank you right now in Jesus' name, Father God, for all these hearts, Father, and these people that are here, Father God. And I thank you for the word that has been sown in their lives, Father. And I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, Father God, if they've been offended toward any person in their lives, that they would release these individuals, amen, and come to you, Father God, that you would grant them repentance, Father God, in this hour, Father God, so that they might be your vessels, Father, sanctified unto honor, Father, and meet for the Master's use, Father. I thank you, Lord, for this tremendous opportunity, Father. I thank you for Brother Daniel. I thank you for this precious congregation, Father. I thank you, Father, and I give you praise in Jesus' name, amen. Yeah.
That was more than powerful. Wow. So I just learned the word mentor. You don't need a mentor, you need a father. Can you imagine that? Running around people to mentor us. Mentor, what do you mean? Teaching you, mentor, men will taught you, men taught you. You need a father that will give you far off. Appreciate you, man.
the Lord, sing a new song. Lift his name in the congregation. 